Welcome to Wabash Centers. I'm just saying. I am Nancy Lynn Westfield, director of the Wabash Center. I'm just saying is a series of audio readings taken from my blog posts. This blog post is entitled, Consider Waiting. Teachers are people who plan. We cross classrooms thresholds with worn briefcases bulging with written lectures, clearly forecasted in thick detailed syllabi. Entire curricula are planned three, four, five years into the future. Course learning outcomes are carefully aligned with degree programs and degree programs are carefully aligned with budgets, all well in advance of students enrollment or matriculation. Planning ensures a cast iron tradition, long range planning predicated upon long ago decisions and forgotten needs makes institutional change challenging or worse yet, impossible. It is ironic, the very attribute which lends stability is also the albatross around our necks. The need to rethink our reliance upon long range planning and strict adherence to hollow tradition has been exposed during this moment of pandemics. The year 2020 and into 2021 has been the moment when plans have gone awry. Consider, while this presupposition might feel like reckless abandonment, for those of us who depend upon established traditions, reputable standards, and conventional methods of the used-to-be academy, this is a protracted moment from the pandemics. I want to suggest that this might be an instant to resist the impulse to plan, reflect, and analyze. Consider, brothers and sisters, waiting. Resist the impulse to presume how to end well. Resist the impulse to attempt to go back to business as usual, business as normal, business that no longer serves the students in our care. If we can move past our panic, will we remember we needed to overhaul our education system before the pandemics snatched us, halted us? If we dare risk surrendering romanticized views of our educational standards, we may recall that many of our traditions, while noble, were begun arbitrarily and in response to a bygone era. And given the slowness of institutional change, consider that the study of teaching and learning has advanced while so many yet cling to outmoded, outdated and uninformed pedagogies for adult learners. The digital age has needs and renewed needs of understanding of teaching. Perhaps in this moment, the courage we need is yet to come. Let us wait. Just like it is ill-advised to pause and reflect in the middle of a hurricane or surgery or any life-threatening catastrophe, so it is ill-advised during the pandemics to rush to meaning-making and gestures of clarity, to rush to return to how it was, to rush to assuming where we will be and how we will be when the pandemics subside. In this moment, if we were the biblical character Noah, the bird we sent out to search for dry land would return having found no place to land. We are not yet close enough to shore. The waiting is not meant to be idle. 
In the waiting, carefully ponder, contemplate, imagine, what of the current change will you keep? A colleague who heads an IT department at a liberal arts college said that by his faculty going to online courses, albeit crisis pedagogy, in the spring of 2020, he estimated that this sped up the faculty moving to online teaching by 10 years. 10 years was gained for a desired change. Perhaps our moments of quick and dramatic shifts to online teaching will show us that our educational institutions are not as calcified as previously reported. If that is the case, what will it take to lean into newfound limberness? Or regretfully, what is at stake if we choose to recalcify? Like you, I'm getting pressure to plan for summer of 2021 and all of 2022 and even into 2023. I simply cannot. I do not have a crystal ball and I do not want to pretend that even when the vaccine is fully distributed that we will return to how it used to be. I do not want to squander this moment of waiting with worry, anxiety, and stress for a future I cannot predict nor control. I tell people that I am waiting. Once we can return to face-to-face -face work, I want then time to reflect. Then I want time to take stock and study. Once we are no longer in the midst of the multiple waves of quarantines, I will want to assess where we are and learn the new, the needed ways to move forward. I will need time to be creative. The waiting that I need right now is the mustering of courage for the new visions. In my not idle waiting, I'm looking to what historians have said comes after a social upheaval Historians tell us that after this kind of societal phenomena, there is typically a renaissance. Oh, I cannot wait for the renaissance. There will be newly designed everything. There will be new architecture, different clothing styles, and new music and poetry. There will be new academic disciplines and reimagined ways to be school, to do school, to get an education. There will be new painting, new sculptures, and new modes of transportation if we truly engage in the reflection warranted by the moments of 2020 and 2021, then our renaissance will be spectacular with new technology accessible by those who are currently impoverished. It will be a marvelous time. The post-pandemic renaissance will be a time of newness. I want to participate in the Renaissance with my new thinking, renewed imagination and creativity. I want to reserve my energies to participate in the Renaissance and not pour myself into reestablishing what needed to be changed. So I wait. What would it mean to allow our innovation to be a primary mode of meaning making rather than our traditions being the only mode of meaning making? What would it mean to shift to reliance upon creativity rather than dependence upon tradition? In what ways can we create new innovation rather than simply settling for imitation of change meant for other people in other times or places? What is the toll 
to the institution where there, should there be a call to attempt to return to normal? What is the price of going back? What changes will we maintain, expand and normalize? Thank you so much for listening to this blog recording. This blog is in written format as well as all of our blogs, podcasts, and the Journal on Teaching can be found on the Wabash Center website, as well information on upcoming workshops, colloquies, seminars, and our regranting program can be found on the Wabash Center website. Thanks to Paul Myrie, Senior Associate Director and the Sound Engineer. The music which frames I'm Just Saying is the original composition of Paul Myrie. Thanks to Carly Hollinsby, Communications and Digital Media Director of the Wabash Center. The Lilly Endowment Incorporated is the exclusive funder of the Wabash Center for Teaching and Learning. I am Nancy Lynn Westfield, and I'm just saying, and we're out. How was that, Paul? <laughs>